The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, continuing to serve their customers and support the economy in uncertain times. To find out more about how you can count on ComBank, visit combank.com.au forward slash coronavirus. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Wednesday the 25th of March. In your squeeze today, Australia's newest lockdown measures. The UK and India go into total lockdown. Centrelink struggles to cope with the numbers needing income support. And virtual glamping. This is your squeeze today. The National Cabinet met last night, Claire, and a whole swathe of new COVID-19 containment measures will come into play at midnight tonight as the government really cracks down on any possible major transmitting events. Let's run through those measures quickly now. So we're banned from going overseas. It's a step up from the level four travel warning that was implemented last week. We're now banned from going. Only five people are allowed to be at a wedding, and that includes the couple, 10 at a funeral. Prime Minister Scott Morrison said he understood how hard that would be, particularly on the funeral side of things. Hairdressers and barbers stay open, but you can only be in there for 30 minutes. Beauty and massage services, nail salons, tattoo parlours, all of those close. Museums, libraries, historic sites, community halls, amusement parks, arcades, all of those sorts of things where there's public gatherings, they're going to be shut down. When it comes to real estate, agents can no longer hold open houses. And if there's an auction uh, that needs to be off premises and in a sort of virtual way, the government also wants you to cancel your barbecue or any sort of party you were thinking about having at your home. Go outside, Scott Morrison says, get some exercise. Uh, Don't go to the swimming pool. You can't do that. But keep the social distancing rules in place. Lots to take in. What is staying open? Staying open are those cafes and restaurants that are offering takeaway, uh, supermarkets, also shopping centres and petrol stations, uh, medical services, of course, and schools, except for those in Victoria, which have already started their Easter holidays early. A lot of these new measures are very specific, but the main takeaway seems to be that we're not in total lockdown yet. What's that about? What Scott Morrison said is that the government's trying to be a bit more prescriptive about stopping us from gathering in large groups, whether that's in a home, whether that's outside, that clearly some more direction was needed on that. But he really doesn't want to go into a lockdown. He says, be careful what you wish for, because if they do that, it'll be sustained for a very long time, he says. The Chief Medical Officer, Professor Brendan Murphy, has said that the recent steep growth in cases was very concerning. But if we do adhere to the measures that were announced, we should be on the right track to flattening the curve. Taking a quick look internationally, there are some countries that are going into that complete and total lockdown. One of those is the UK. The Prime Minister there, Boris Johnson, has taken the drastic action of closing down the country for the next three weeks. He's describing the current situation as a moment of national emergency. India has also just told its 1.3 billion people to stay home for the next 21 days, Claire. It's a big effort that for that many people and, of course, an economy that they've been uh, putting a lot of effort into growing. Uh, When you look at 
uh, India has 519 confirmed cases and 10 reported deaths. That's a lot fewer cases than Australia has, although uh, a couple of more deaths. Uh, in the UK, they have 8,000 cases uh, and 422 people have died. But they're in that lockdown situation and that's something that Prime Minister Scott Morrison had to fend questions off again last night about why we're not moving to that situation. Coming back home now, an eighth Australian has died from the coronavirus. A woman in her 70s was on the Ruby Princess cruise ship that docked in Sydney a few days ago, and she's now passed away. If it seems like you're hearing about the Ruby Princess a lot, there's a really good reason, Claire, and that's because it's the biggest source of coronavirus infections in Australia. Long story short, 2,700 passengers were allowed to disembark from the Ruby Princess without having any health checks and without advice to go into one isolation, uh, even though there were sick people on board. There's now 133 confirmed coronavirus diagnosis from that ship and, of course, a lot of anger that that was allowed to happen. More cases connected to the Ruby Princess are expected to be confirmed. Let's take a look at the effects of the shutdowns that we've had so far, Claire. The queues of people lining up for Centrelink are really something that we've never seen before. It's estimated that at least a million Australians will lose their jobs, maybe now as many as two million, as more non-essential services are shut down across the country. What we do know is that hundreds of thousands of Australians have already lost their jobs. They were workers at restaurants and bars and other facilities. There'll be more people, of course, with those restrictions that Scott Morrison announced late last night. Uh, the government has urged people to apply for the welfare assistance remotely. That, of course, is a big issue because our telcos are really struggling with everyone getting on the internet. Let's talk about those telcos that are struggling, Claire. Obviously, a lot of Australians working from home, so there's a lot of pressure on the old internet. But there are a lot of people trying to get through to Centrelink on the phone, and that's causing quite a bit of disruption. Both Telstra and Optus reported increased usage yesterday. Telstra has warned users that they will continue to face delays. Uh, they've also had an offshore call centre shutdown with the coronavirus crisis, so they're really feeling the strain. Netflix, though, has tried to do what it can about it. It's reduced its streaming bandwidth and will do that for the next month. A quick message now from our podcast partner, Origin Energy, around the impacts of COVID-19. Origin is ready to help their customers with everything from LPG deliveries to talking through electricity, gas and broadband accounts. They also have financial support programs available for those households and small businesses that are doing it tough right now. Head to originenergy.com.au for more information. You can also find that link in your episode notes. In sports news now, it's been officially announced that the Tokyo Olympics will be postponed until 2021. It's a decision a lot of people have been waiting for since the spread of the coronavirus pandemic. A new date hasn't yet been fixed, but it's likely to be around July 2021. More on that story in the Squiz Today email. In other news, Claire, Lena Dunham is writing a novel called Verified Strangers. She's publishing it one chapter at a time in Vogue. It seems very Dickensian of the girl's creator. She's doing her bit, she says. She says she's always had a fascination <laughs> with the serialisation of fiction and she's teamed up with American Vogue to do that. Uh, she says it's a particularly good time uh, to put that creation out in the world and she's doing it in that novel way. 
It's also a good time to do some virtual glamping. You've put a link to this one in the Squiz Today email as well. Yeah, well, we're banned from going anywhere, really. So (laughs) might as well get online and use the joy of Google Earth. And there's some good links there to some of the notable national parks in America, some really beautiful scenes there. That's if you can get the um, internet bandwidth, of course. (laughs) Otherwise, just choose a static image and make it your new screensaver. (laughs) They're pretty, pretty beautiful. And what's the song lyric you've got in your head today? So I've gone for George Michael's Fast Love, Got to Get Up to Get Down. We've got lots of ups and downs at the moment, lots of ups in numbers uh, and potentially downs as well with those property prices. So I had to find something that encapsulated that. Nailed it. We've actually had a request to start a Spotify playlist of all the song titles. What do you reckon, Claire? Oh, look, when you put them together, I've tried that before. It's actually a really bad playlist (laughs) 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 because... You know, it's pretty eclectic. <laughs> yeah, bad, I think, is the other word for it. <laughs> I enjoy it, but, you know, thank you for bearing with me, everyone. <laughs> we might leave that one in the suggestions box. Maybe I'll throw it out to a poll on our Instagram. You can let us know there. You can find us at, at the Squiz. I think that's all from us today. Have a good one, and we will talk to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.